Boom. Hello and welcome to the Executive Protection Lifestyle Podcast, Season 3. With your host, Byron Rogers. This podcast is dedicated to the executive protection practitioner, the private security professional. In this podcast, we're going to talk about the mental, emotional, psychological, physiological fitness that goes into being an efficient and effective executive protection agent. Whether you're in law enforcement, whether you're a mom that's looking at how to protect her children or a father that's focused on how to protect his family, I believe this podcast has something for all of you. We might even get into some tales from the crypts of true Hollywood stories from time to time. I'm doing this podcast because I feel the reality of this job is simple. If you really want to be good at executive protection, it's more than just a job. It really is a lifestyle. And those of you who've been in the game for any serious amount of time, you already know what I'm saying is true. So if that sounds interesting to you, enjoy the show. Out. Boom! What's going on, you guys? Byron Rogers here with another episode of the Executive Protection Lifestyle Podcast. I got a special guest today. This one's special, near and dear to my heart. Kevin Anderson, how you doing, brother? Good. How you doing, boss? I'm doing good, man. It's an honor to have you on this podcast, man. I, um, I mean, I originally you know, met you a while ago, a while back, we started working together, but um, you got that X factor, man. There's something about you. And I really want to tease a lot of that out. For those of you who don't know, Kevin Anderson, former Marine, we'll get into his background, but um, this is one of those episodes where I really want to dig into guys that are up and coming in the game. Um, just to give a fresh perspective, like what's it look like from the ground up? What's it look like chasing the pager in the game? Yeah, I mean, I did it like, you know, five, 10 years ago, you know what I'm saying? Um, what's it look like to climb the ladder in the executive protection game now? You know, that's why I like to do these episodes every once in a while, just for all you guys that are fighting to get in the game, like, what does it really look like? You know, so it's an honor to have you, man. Thanks for spending time with me today, bro. Of course, it's a pleasure to be here. It's an honor to be here. It's a, an amazing opportunity. Thank you for having me. Heck yeah, man. hundred percent, dude. hundred percent. You know, as I'm sure, or I, you probably have heard, I don't know if you actually listen to podcasts or not. You just work with me. Of course. But, <laughs> but uh, you know, what would you say, uh, who are you at your core, man? When we dig um, So, I mean, kind of, kind of cheesy, but, uh, I'd say the typical, uh, like I'm a protector at my core, you know, I, um, if I wasn't doing this professionally, I would still be a protector just in my daily life. It, um, it's, it's, you know, it's who I am. Um, it's how I live my life day in, day out, whether I'm on the job or not. Um, it's kind of just one of the guiding principles in my life personally. Yeah. I find that answer is, is very congruent here on this podcast, man. Uh, there's a few things you said that I think are really important. There's just like, you know, it's kind of what you do. It's kind of who you are. You know, I look at some of your content and I see some of your habits and I see your, um, proficiency with things. And I find that, uh, you know, I invite, a, you know, I invite a hundred dudes out to train, you know, I'm going to get like mm -hmm. two or three dudes who are actually going to show yeah. up to train. You know what I'm saying? And you're one yeah. of those dudes, you know? So, you know, I could be off on this, but it seems like you're one of the rare dudes who this is more than just a job too. Yeah, ex exactly. I mean, for me, this is, um, I think like my life growing up, my upbringing, everything along those lines kind of has uh, cultivated me to just, this is like a perfect line of work for me because it's, it's just who I am, you know, growing up, like, the uh, the first fight I ever got into in elementary school, second grade or first grade, one of the two, 
some some kids were picking on another kid that was handicapped and i got in a fight with him and i don't know why i cannot yeah. i can't i can't answer that question like why i decided to go over there and take care of business but even as a little kid it's just something ingrained in my my brain that this is just what i do heck yeah that is a fantastic reason to get into a fight. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, y'all can judge me if you want, man. But don't be picking on my little my little homies. Yeah. Yeah. I'm exactly. the same way. Yeah. You know, no, I completely I dig it, man. Um, and I I've at this point in the podcast, man, like I'm convinced there's a such thing as protection DNA. Like I just am convinced. It's yeah. like a lot of us come to this game and we're like, it's just who I am, you know. Like I can be I could have been a painter, but if I saw somebody being mistreated or something going down, I was good. They, I, I would stop painting and I would go over there and I'd stand up for somebody. Yeah. I, I think a lot of people have that in their DNA and it's just uh, me and you are fortunate enough to not just be that way, but, you know, use that, that mindset and that skill set to, you know, make a living and make a career off of that. It's yeah, something we enjoy. No, that's right. Do it for a job. Yeah. I actually completely agree, man. Like even when I got out of the Marine Corps, I was like, this is perfect. I get to just yeah. be myself basically. And I do a little paperwork if I have to do in advance, but that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, no, that's yeah. awesome, man. So how did you get into this game, man? How did you get into uh, doing what you're doing? Pretty, pretty similar story to yourself. Um, you know, joined the Marine Corps at a really young age. Uh, and then immediately after that, I actually was still in the military. I, uh, I became a started working nightclub security. You know, I think a lot of guys start there. It's a, it's a great starting point in the security world. And this wasn't really like a career goal, even in my mind at that time when I started working nightclub security. I was like, I just need something to, you know, make some money once I got out of the military. I was going to go more to like a law enforcement or a government, another government job, hop from one government job to another um, and just, you know, do security in the meantime as a way of uh, collecting a paycheck. And actually just... You know, doing research and getting more involved in the, the industry, I, I came across like you and some other people, and especially when I came across your content, and I kind of figured out your backstory. I was like, it's a very similar story we got here. And <laughs> I was like, you, you can make a career out of this. You can you can make a living doing this. You can uh, do all this stuff with this yeah. career field, man. Then that, that, that was kind of helped open my eyes. And um, yeah, and the rest of history, you know, just making the connections uh, working up through the, the nightclub scene, you know, and eventually ran a whole entire nightclub in LA area and then just chasing the pager. That's what's so hold up. Did you just say I inspired you to get into executive protection? You, <laughs> you, you, you opened my eyes. I didn't know, I didn't know it was an option. I was like, all right, wow. Law enforcement, security. And I was like, all right, I'm gonna go secure military. going to work security for a bit and then, uh, go into law enforcement. Yeah. And then, and then I was like, I didn't know what this was, I, but I was like, all right, this guy was in the military. He was in the Marines. And yeah. then he got out and he went to go work nightclub security. And it's got like a very similar uh, background. And like you got into the industry at a very young age. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty young. And I was like, wow, there's a, there's this whole entire career that can um, be possible for someone with the experiences that I have. Yeah, man. No, for sure. Yeah. For real. That's yeah. huge, bro. That means a yeah. lot. I mean, that, yeah, that yeah, means I, a whole lot yeah. to me, dude. Yeah, it, it definitely is a, a lot to where I am because of you, because you really opened my eyes to, uh, you know, to do this industry. 
those are the things I don't even be thinking about, you know, like just yeah. make, doing the podcast. I'm like, this mm-hmm. is going to be cool. People are going to learn about the industry. Mm-hmm. They're going to get good quality information that I never had growing up in the game. And then someone says something like that. And I'm like, wow. Okay. Yeah. So and this, this had to be actually, like, this had to be like uh, a couple years ago when I first like, I, like started just like, you know, occasionally listening to like your podcast or whatever. I don't yeah. know how I, how I originally came across it in the beginning, but I was like, wow, like this is very similar background and this guy's he lives in southern california similar kind of stuff and i'm like wow this is an option like it's another Mm -hmm. option there's there's a second option or something that's wild and then next thing you know you're doing an interview with me and then i'm like dude (laughs) you're good you're great let's put you on a detail (laughs) and then yeah next thing you know i'm I'm working for you and eventually start working full-time for you yeah man you know and then you're plugged into the ecosystem that's that's outstanding that's really cool and special i uh I think you said a few cool things too with uh, bouncing, man. I yeah. wish every executive protection thinking they're hard mm. <laughs> out here thinking you special because you made it to the 1% club. Yeah. I wish everybody had to do two things. Christian West said one of them, but the other one, bouncing and touring. Those mm. two things will break you in because you better yeah. know how to do security bouncing because you ain't the baddest dude in the world. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know? And if you can deal with a drunk person, you can deal with a celebrity, maybe. You know what I'm saying? Like you can deal with almost anybody, you know? Like, yeah, it's, I think I have so much to thank from my experience in the nightlife yeah. industry, especially here in LA. Uh, you know, working in the LA area, I just, that was where my first opportunities came from. It was working mm-hmm. at a night, nightclub, like, like, hey, you uh, you took care of our, our, our me really well or something like that. Here's my business yep. card. Yep. Uh, blah blah blah. Next thing you know, you're uh, you're working details here and there, and then you're still mm-hmm. working the nightclub scene. But yeah, mm-hmm. the the balancing nightlife nightlife security, I it's an amazing it was an amazing experience. It was yeah, it's there's nothing quite like it really. You know, especially when working these massive clubs that I was working here in LA. Uh, eventually running one. You know, re- head of yeah. security for one and. Yeah, it was an amazing experience for sure. And you definitely learn how to de-escalate situations, which is oh, yeah. something I don't think you can really teach, you know, mm-hmm. to the same level that you could uh, learn working in a situation like that. Yeah, well, it's because you get to learn it. Like, it's like drinking out of a fire hose. Like every, yeah. almost depend on what hood you're in or where you're mm-hmm. at bouncing, you're going to frequently have to de-escalate frequently. Yeah. Hopefully not have to go hands-on, but you're going to have to be really ready. And we'll mm-hmm. pr- you will probably have to go hands-on and you're going to yeah. be ready to go hands-on any night that you suit up. Uh, it's yeah. like fastball, man. It's like, it's like, mm-hmm. that's college football where everyone's hungry and it's like, it's like mm-hmm. extremely fast paced. And then like the NFL is EP where you're like yeah. avoiding things and yeah. you know, you're going on trips and doing advances and walking with clients and back doors you yeah. know? and all the grunts are in the front lines, the mm-hmm. yellow shirts in front of the stage, <laughs> like working while you're like behind yeah. the curtain, watching the whole show, pointing yeah, at people exactly. and stuff. Yeah. Um, it was a great experience. Yeah. Lots yeah. And, of- Lots of great stuff there. Heck yeah, man. And then you said you were um, you uh, were running one of these clubs, so yes, a security that's, team. That's correct. So the, the timeline uh, was I originally, while well, I was still in the military, still in the Marines, yeah. I knew I was getting out and stuff like Same that. Here. And I was like, I was like, I was like, all right, what do I, I'm not doing anything on my Friday and Saturday nights. And, you know, I'm almost out of the Marines. Um, hey, I'm going to go work as a bouncer at a local uh, nightclub or whatever. And yeah. So, my last like six, eight months in the Marine Corps, every Friday night, I'd spend four to six hours at yeah. a nightclub. 
and um, just, you know, making an extra buck, you know, learning something else, you know, some more skills, meeting people, things along those lines. And it, and then as soon as I got out of the military, it was like, all right, I started working full-time security, not in the nightlife industry. I, I transitioned out of the nightlife industry for like six months. And yeah. I just, cause I needed a full-time job. And unless you're working for one of those really large clubs, you're not doing full-time stuff. Uh, I eventually get to that down the road, but then I go into working just a very basic uniformed graveyard security on skid row. Skid row, white (laughs) one skid row (laughs) out there glowing in the dark. (laughs) (laughs) I hope y'all ain't sensitive. We're not sensitive (laughs) here on this podcast. It's two Marines talking. So yeah, we make fun of everybody equal. So hopefully y'all are good. Yeah, no, that was, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I stuck out like a sore thumb there, but it was a, (laughs) an amazing experience. I, you know, horrible hours, horrible working conditions, but an amazing experience that really helped me grow and work yeah. security, figuring out how security works in California. Mm-hmm. What exactly is the, like the, I don't know, like position goal of security and stuff like that. And, um, spending about six months working there for a company, they were like, you have some nightlife experience before you started working for us. We got this new account. We want you to run their whole entire security. We saw how you you saw how you did on Skid Row alone every night. So yeah. you know, we think you can handle this. <laughs> unarmed. Unarmed. Yeah, un- unarmed. Unarmed in yeah. Skid Row. Yeah, that was, I think I, I have, I had more bad stuff happen to me on that six month stretch than I think <laughs> I did anywhere else. Like it was yeah. just like night after night of different people, conflicts, all mm-hmm. kinds of different stuff going on there working unarmed like just like yeah, you know, a flash like some pepper spray and a handcuff <laughs> that's it <laughs> where did, what was the craziest thing that happened to you on skid row i want to say you say a couple pointed, things <laughs> i want to say the craziest thing is when someone held me at gunpoint but i don't even think that was like that was just like oh this is just what happened slow on skid row. <laughs> yeah. but that that happened and it was like kind of yeah. uh, you know i'm unarmed and I'm, this guy is holding a gun at me and those de-escalation skills like I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be able to just like you know movie disassemble this guy's gun right in front of me. But yeah. you know talking to him like a human being worked just as well. Mm-hmm. But I don't even think that was like the craziest thing. I'd say like some of the crazier things would be, uh, you know, transients running completely naked through streets, or you know having all <laughs> kinds of schizo- schizophrenic episodes, or yeah, you know, like I was like there was like this hotel that we had to like keep them out of and they would try to get up to like the roof a lot of them to try to kill themselves or jump off the roof and oh was, no yeah yeah it was it was a interesting experience but yeah there's just a lot of different stuff and it was very interesting to see how um creative this uh these people were it's to demographic like, of <laughs> yeah they were very creative uh, to get their their fixes to yeah. make weapons all kinds of stuff and it was very it's a like a if you've never been to skid row it's a interesting place it doesn't feel like you're in america sometimes it's just like there's trash in the streets there's people all over the place you know the the response time for like lapd is like 30 minutes even though their station's like right down the road (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. they're like let it play out let it play out let it play yeah yeah (laughs) it's like 30 minutes especially at night like they don't they don't want to come there in the middle of the night unless you know someone's dying yeah um so yeah that was a great experience and then from there transitioned over to running a nightclub in uh west hollywood exactly is that area nice. and yeah that was that was really challenging too because there was us a security company coming in to run their security and then they had like leftover in-house guys that were like security oh, hostess Here so it was it was a <laughs> civil me, war it was, 
yeah, it was it was an interesting experience. They had like their management, and then we had our management, and it was, and I'm in the middle. Oh. <laughs> so I'm the I'm the you know I'm, I'm connecting both sides bridge. of the bridge here. Yeah, mm-hmm. to the the actual security company and the in-house guys and doing all that stuff. You know, the scheduling, the uh, discipline of the guys, you know, ah. with the the sheriff's department or huh. management like why is this person so intoxicated I'm like, i don't know like, the yeah. bar or something <laughs> yeah 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 um, and i'll get in the bar of, in trouble <laughs> yeah on top of all of that the managerial stuff the you know making sure the guys are checking ids right making sure they know the, their laws dealing with the, like dealing with the sheriff's department liaison with them dealing with the club management i was also the only armed person there I was, that one yeah. was interesting. Yeah. When you said that during yeah. our interview, I was like, you were yeah. armed in a club. Yeah. Are you sure you were armed in a club? <laughs> you sure you want yeah. to tell me this during this interview right now? As far as I'm concerned, you ain't supposed to be armed. <laughs> and you're like, well, no, really? <laughs> yeah. I was like, if you, it was an exposed carry. So, yeah. you know, it, it's good that, but uh, it was, that, that I was, so I was on top of all the other responsibilities. I yeah. was the sole, um, the sole response to any active shooter lethal, scenario. Yeah. Yeah. Any, anything lethal that might possibly arise. It was just me. Uh, and that was it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was another great experience mm-hmm. where I think I, I learned a lot of like situational awareness stuff mm-hmm. because open carrying a, a firearm on your yeah. waist in a club with thousands of people, you, you learn how to stand certain places and certain tactics to make sure nothing funny happens. Yeah, babysit that firearm, man, around yeah, all that liquid that, courage. Ah, yeah. Jeez, man. I mean, and, and how old are you? Uh, I just turned 23 two weeks right? ago. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I just wanted to yeah. get that out there. And I keep <laughs> forgetting that. Like, whenever I uh, interact with you, I keep forgetting that, like, yo, my dude's only like 20-something, you know? So it's like, <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. So that's, that's just, definitely a compliment because the way you carry yourself, man. Yeah. It's important. I just turned 23 two weeks ago. So. Heck yeah. My man. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. That's what's up. You yep. got that magic yeah, officer Hort right, officer Hort right here, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's what's up, man. I, I mm-hmm. dig it. So unarmed in a club, you're rolling through the club. This is after you get done with Skid Row, glowing in yeah. the dark with no with no sidearm. Now you yeah. got a sidearm, and you're in like the like chaos. Of, yeah, exactly. Just yeah. chaos of the club, you know, mm-hmm. and the alcohol and the music, and just everyone bumping out India all the time. Um, and then where'd you go from there? So from there, I, I stayed, I honestly stayed working like part-time in the nightlife industry, you know, in LA, Orange County areas for almost another year, but just in a part-time capacity because mm-hmm. I, I actually enjoyed working in nightclubs. It was a great place to meet people, great yeah. place to make connections, especially LA area. You, you're bumping into celebrity clients, corporate clients, all kinds of different people. You know, people know that club, they, other clubs know you, things along those lines. Uh-huh. And then on top of the real world experience every weekend, of, yeah, pretty much every weekend you're, you're, you're having to put hands on someone, Yeah, unfortunately, but it was a great mm-hmm. experience and you, you really can't, I mean, the EP world, you don't, if you were putting your hands on people every weekend, every other weekend in the EP world, it just, it wouldn't, it wouldn't, you wouldn't have a job anymore. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. So just for equity reasons. Yeah. <laughs> so uh started making a name there, started getting more permits, started getting more training. And I started working, you know, I just started working part-time gigs. You know, people got my number, started talking to me, people liked me, like that were 
a lot of like the whole entire nightclub bouncer scene a lot of those guys have great networks they oh, yeah. a lot of them have like full-time jobs working ep or in a state or something along those lines and they have great networks and it's a great place if you if you're uh not um if you're a good person it's a great yeah. place but if you're not it's going to show because you're you're dealing with stuff every weekend so the guys that are are been around they're like oh yeah that guy he's a he's a solid dude he can handle himself well in a stressful situation yeah here's his here's his number contact him for this gig or whatnot and yeah from that i started working less and less you know the uniform stuff the the uh, nightclub stuff and working more along the higher end plain clothes stuff things along those lines and that led up to last year where i got hired about the same time by you and pinkerton like nice. literally like right about the same time I got hired by both of you guys and when you're hot, uh, you're hot, man. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And started working for you, you know, uh in a part-time capacity. And I think it's really important for people to like know, like when you're when you're chasing the pager, yeah. It's like it it's you got it's like a chess game. Like you 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 know, you might <laughs> this is so good. Y'all are ready yeah. to listen up. Yeah, it's it's like a chess game. You you like say the first detail we worked for you, it wasn't anything crazy. It wasn't anything an yeah. amazing detail or anything like that. It was exactly. d- decent pay, you know, yeah. not, not the hardest thing in the world close to me, but right. it was looking multiple steps in advance. It's like, all yep. right, I, I, I get my foot in this little sliver of a door right here. And then I just slowly start opening that door more and more. And it's just, yeah, you'd have to. That's when you're chasing the pager. You have to be able to do that. You have to be able to look in advance, play that chess game, and see like, yeah. all right, if I put X amount of hours here and here, I only got so many hours in a day. I can only work for so many people. Right. Where do I invest my time and energy? Where I'm going to foster those good <laughs> relationships that are going to advance me and advance this people in this company with me. And you just said it, yeah. dude, relationships. It is yeah. a relationship chess game. And so it's yeah. like, where do I invest this relationship equity uh, when it comes to these companies? And sometimes it's the big companies, but sometimes it's those little boutique companies yeah. that have a few details and you can literally end up at the top of the hill in a few years mm-hmm. because you're like, all right, like these do, I'm going to be one of these dudes, main dudes. You know what I mean? And then mm-hmm. the big details, like they got a hundred main dudes. They got main dudes that have been yeah. there for 15 years, you know? Yeah. So it's like, which game do I want to play? And like, how many teams can I make a play for? You know, how many fly balls can I catch? But it's mm-hmm. that prioritize and execute on that relationship equity, man. I'm glad you prioritized us because you're a yeah. good dude, man. <laughs> yeah. And that good I, dude credit, man, is a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think like you said with like the boutique companies, and those bigger, like big box companies, I don't want to say yeah. that, but like those bigger box companies, I think when you're new in the industry, I think you should just try do both of them. I mean, you, yeah, do try it, try it, see what you like. Cause yeah. some guys are going to like those smaller boutique companies where they, they know their, their, the owner or the, mm-hmm. their boss on a more personal level, yeah. you know, or some guys might like that bigger corporate feeling, you know, you have a lot more stability there with that bigger company. Um, me, I I just split right down the middle. I just yeah. do half half my time with with a large company. I do half my time with a a smaller boutique company because yeah. you know still at the stage where I am, I'm still trying to you know foster those relationships and grow within those and yeah keep playing the chess game. Doesn't stop. It never stops. Yeah. I'm still playing chess games, yeah. man. You just better yeah. become a chess master. That's that's the answer, guys. If you're looking for the answer, the the hack is become a chess master. Yeah, uh, because yeah. that game, that relationship equity game, does not stop. 
No, man, that was good stuff. That was really good stuff. The other quick thing that you mentioned was uh, with the bouncing game. And I just been digging around in this space because I know a lot of listeners are in this space trying to find their way through the dark of it. Uh, in the nightclub game, your social dynamics have to be on. Now, you don't have to be, but they better be on so you don't get your clock cleaned and you don't catch a lawsuit, but also mm -hmm. because there are like literally relationships passing through, like there are life-changing relationships walking in front of you every single night. And if you don't have the dynamics to tease that out, not that you're looking for or pursuing it, but if you're not a good enough dude to where you can get it to attract it to come to you by the way you're treating people, you know, it's like, it's reciprocal. It's like you pay respect and then you get given respect. You, you pay professionalism, people recognize it and they want to utilize you for that professionalism. It's like what yeah. you give, you dress the way you want to be addressed. What you give is what ends up coming back to you. And that game is, it's, it's a real game. You can, play, mm -hmm. you got to be able to play that game. Some guys are not thinking about it. They're just drifting through being like, Oh, I'm just about, I, I hate my job. Yeah. And it's like, nah, man, if you do it with excellence, you know, your gift will make room for you. You know, your gift mm -hmm. of being a security professional and whatever will make room for you before Kings, you know, and that's how I, we all, we all know the story, but that's how I got into this game at 21 was just being a professional at the local pub man <laughs> you yeah. know and yeah, get snatched up yeah it's it's so important just treating everyone you can with the same level of respect being a professional you know you might you might be making minimum wage working yep. as a bouncer but you still come to work as a professional and yeah. you still do that job as professional and people are gonna see that you 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 foster those relationships and yeah you go from there and then magic people what people think is magic starts happening for you yeah in the game yeah. you know because it's like it's like no man i've been playing this game to win for a long time yeah i was making minimum wage but i knew that by putting myself out there this way that i was going to be able to by the grace of god create some kind of relationship equity that was going to take me to the next level that's what we've been doing the whole entire time i'm still exactly. doing it you know? yeah, <laughs> like exactly this is just a better way to live man that's good stuff yeah so biggest takeaway from Skid Row, biggest lesson you learned out there in the darkness of of of, of what looks like a scene from uh, the Book of Eli. Uh, <laughs> Currently, that, it's like a third world country. I would say, you know, you're you're really a, a lot of times, especially if you're working solo EP game. I see a transition a lot over to that. You're you're it. You know, you you better yeah. have the train. You better be putting in the hours training yourself before you get to even clock into work, you know, to yeah. be able to, cause if you're, cause if you're not physically in shape, you're not mentally in shape, you don't have the proficiency for the job. Mm -hmm. It's going to affect your, your mental attitude and confidence is key in dealing with a lot of these situations. And if you're, you, you build that confidence because you know, you've tested yourself yes. before you ever clocked into work. Yes. Yes, that's that more than just a yeah. job. It's a lifestyle stuff, yeah. man. This makes, I mean, I, I know it's part of who you are, but it it kind of makes a lot of sense that you stay training because you've had multiple jobs where you can't fake it. Like if you fake yeah. it being, yeah. you know, and skid yeah. by yourself and no gun, you're going <laughs> to yeah. have a really hard life. Or yeah, like if you fake it being a bouncer, you're going to just, you have to hide behind everyone else all the time. Like you can't yeah. be the man, you can't lead the team. Yeah. You know, yeah, the team no. can't come to you and be like, help, you know, when yeah. King Kong's down there wrecking the men's bathroom. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Steroids and alcohol. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, you got to be the, you got to, you're, you got to be like, hey, you know, and everyone's looking at you and, hey, yeah. you know, if maybe if you're not the best at creating social relationships with people by talking to people, maybe yeah. how you handle situa certain situations, people are going to see that 
And he's like, hey, this guy's really good at his job. I'm going to go give him my business card or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, man. No, it's always – that game never stops. It's always on. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Skid Row, that makes perfect sense. You're out there by yeah. yourself. You're the guy, you know, and it's it's yeah. not not applicable to EP because what, you know, I think a lot of professionals forget about, they get sung to sleep is like get on any given day, you might end up having to be the guy to go all the way. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. any day, like at any any, any day, point yeah. in time, yeah. you know, for anything yeah. weird that could happen that we're hired for, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh biggest takeaway from bouncing in nightlife. Networking. Yeah. You know how to network that that's like the biggest thing I, I would like to say like you know how to deal with like three dudes that are trying to <laughs> fight with you or something like that no. but it's it's definitely networking it's it's um you know putting your best foot forward and making good relationships and yeah. relationships that benefit you and other people so you that person wants to work with you again you're not just sucking something out of them yeah that's big man when it comes to the relationship game that reciprocation is huge if anything that you're not feeding is going to die and especially in relationships as being is is having trying to create a win-win i don't even do business if i'm not creating a win-win i hate asking for things if i can't create a win-win yeah. now these days you know it's mm-hmm. like this is how i can make it worth it for you man you know like this is yeah i would hate for someone to just do something for me at this point because it's because that rule you're talking about is so 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 powerful and important yeah that's good stuff man biggest takeaway from chasing the pager uh chess game yes without a doubt chess game. <laughs> it's if you i a great example i when i first started working for pinkerton it, there was yeah. a uh two t- two good examples i got here first one was yeah. when i just started working for pinkerton i had like a, a meeting it was like a, a non-paid meeting or something like that uh and then of course that same exact day i get offered a gig like by this company that you know they they, they reach out to me like once every month once every other mm-hmm. month you know not very often but usually when they do it's, it's a nice payday when they do yeah. but it i was in you know i'm looking farther in, in advance and i'm like all right i take this gig and i i, I already committed to pinkerton and i but i, I know I, there's a, a long road of a good relationship with them and this is sporadic but it's good it's good money but it's sporadic yeah. So, yeah. you know, taking that and then another good example of that is like that, that chess game, you know, I, mm-hmm. when I originally started to come to work full time for you, yeah. uh, I mean, I was already working for you for a, a, quite a bit there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I started, you were, you, you touched me to work full time. You're like, you weren't taking no for an answer. You're like, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. No, I remember yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was like, nah, bro, trust me, dude. Yeah. So, <laughs> on the other side of the coin, I had a commitment with a like a a, a, a a job where it wasn't anything special. It was just a commitment. I was like, hey. And they were like, yeah, I know you have to be there. I was like, no, I have this interview. I have to go to this thing or whatever. And yeah. I, I eventually had a, uh, you know, pretty much burn the bridge there to foster the connection over here. But Sorry. No, no, it's that's, but that's how you got to play a chess game. Like mm-hmm. you, you look at it and you're like, all right, like this person, you know, this, this opportunity, it's kind of just, you know, it's, it's, it's whatever. I don't see anything going long distance. It's here with this. Yeah. yeah. It's maxed out. There's, there's a ceiling on it. And right. here I have this other opportunity and I can see that chess game, the next moves going on and so forth. And, you know, going that direction. Now we're full time. We <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. No. And that's, uh, that's very, uh, I mean, it's very interesting, man. You find yourself in these choice points where like, 
on Tuesday, the right answer yeah. was go left. But yeah. on Friday, the right answer is like, go right. And you're like, yeah. and it really is. It's like you're sitting there and you're like tactically, you know, and it's like the same tactic can't be used twice. And it's like in these situations, every single one is different and you got to make the right decision as often as possible. You know, yeah. that's a very interesting dynamic because it's true, man. I see the yeah. same exact thing. And another principle too, I always think of is, you know, the long money versus the short money, man. Mm -hmm. I always take the long money. Exactly. Always take the long money, man. The exactly. short money comes easy, goes easy. That is what it is. But take the long money as often as you can. And then relationships and connect and, and networking, you know, there's being one person removed from a network is still not a bad situation because then mm -hmm. like you get into my network and I plug you into that network and there's other opportunities within that network that spider monkey off, you know what I mean? Exactly. Um, and then here you are in this podcast and I hope nobody comes and steals you from me. But if it's a good enough deal, I'll be happy for you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's got to be good, though. Don't come to me yeah. with no mediocre deal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but, you know, that's the thing. And, I mean, and you know me. I'm the type of guy that's like, yo, man, if you have a great opportunity, I am never going to be anything but happy for you, man. I'm, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm here because – go ahead. That's the great thing about, like, our work culture where we work. It's like yeah, man. everyone's just like, do the best thing for you. No one's – no one – there, no one's going to be upset with you about that. Like you're, yeah. you're like, do what's best for you, you know, and yeah, what's, everyone's got different things, different boxes they need to check for yeah. work. You know, people, me, 20, 23, single, you know, no kids or anything. I yeah. have way different boxes than someone that's in their thirties has a wife and kids. So, right. you know, no, that's huge. And it's counter, it's another counterintuitive principle that I think a lot of employers miss out on and leaders miss out on. They want you to be like, no, nah, like, you know, this here is your number one priority all the time. But when you put yeah. people in boxes, well, they one, they tend to want to get out of them. It becomes mm -hmm. bondage. But then two, the reality of the game is it's like, if I make this job something that's rewarding enough and flexible enough and 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 makes your life like better in enough ways, you're actually going to want to stay, stay with it. Like this is the best exactly. base situation for you to have yeah. because of all those intangible benefits and because of the culture, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So then dudes are like, yo man, like this is actually a really good thing I'm a part of. I don't want to let it go unless I absolutely have to. Now, if it was like, yeah. no, you need to be here. And it was like ultra, you know, bossy. Then it's like, well, geez, like I can't wait to find something better so I can get out of here and like exactly. laugh at these dudes. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, exactly. It's a, it's a counterintuitive principle. It's a lot like the, you know, some details I find are competition centric where all the movement mm -hmm. dudes are like competing with each other. Like I'm the coolest dude, you know, yeah. trying to make themselves look cool to the clients. And it's like, no man, like if that client asks you about anyone else in the detail, you make everyone look like rock stars. You make everyone mm -hmm. on the detail look like they're better than you almost. You're like this guy right here, this guy right here is the guy, that's the guy that shot Bin Laden that you didn't know about <laughs> that you got on you. Why? Because in the yeah. clients has this perception of like, yo, my dudes are like really good dudes. I have a really good team, you know, yeah. and then everybody lives longer. Like everyone's life stays at a hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? Um, because you're always building each other up and fortifying each other's position, but everyone comes from a place of insecurity. Sorry, I'm on soapbox to be over in two seconds. Everybody coming from a place of insecurity, trying to compete and outshine each other. And you're just constantly like, like draining each other's life with your little ice pick yeah. every time you get a chance. And the whole team's life is getting lower while dudes are competing. It's horrible, man. Mm -hmm. You know, and I try to tell dudes, but it's counterintuitive, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's, that, that's it. It's, it, you know, it's a unified front, you know, a unified front when you have, when you have like a full-time team or whatever, 
even if you're working, you know, at a nightclub or something like yeah. that, you need that, you need that unified uh, team. And then, you, you know, on our, our team, the same thing, you know, that unified team building everyone up because everyone, everyone's going to be, have some sort of weakness somewhere. And oh, yeah. if you're, if you're that guy that's not helped building up everyone else, because, you know, it just happens that the stuff you're good at is getting shown for like a, a while that day. and then next thing you know <laughs> the thing you're not good at comes up and you know where were you and everyone else was uh falling behind in this other area mm-hmm. and they're all gonna get their little daggers out and it's gonna be like julius caesar at the senate time <laughs> everybody's yep. gonna get a bite you know that now nah, man that uh, you gotta be able to lock shields and link shields with people man that's good mm-hmm. stuff uh, that's one of the main things I like to teach in my course too, man, changing the culture of a detail to be like that. Cause then everyone's safe for everyone actually exists longer, man. It's a huge mm-hmm. deliverable. And yeah, anyways, I could you know, go back. I'm not going on that soapbox again. Y'all need to go to the class, go to the course, executive protection training day.com. I'll give it to you there. What would you say about uh, dudes in the industry training, man? Do you find that most professionals keep up with that or train as much as I know you do? What would you say about that? I would say it's it is so widely different. It's insane. Yeah. We are very fortunate where we are to have a amazing training schedule with mm-hmm. amazing training opportunities, and we get to train pretty much all the time. Yeah. Um, and but a lot of places aren't like that, and a lot of places oh, yeah. fall on the dudes individually to yep. do it. And I think. I think it's certain kind of people, cert- there's certain people in the industry that do a lot of training and I feel like they come from a, a place of either they're that like natural protector. This is just, mm-hmm. this is just what, what they do that and, or they've dealt with some actual real, real problems. And they're like, never yeah. again, uh-huh. they're like, never again. This is, this is never going to happen to me again. Yeah. You know? And unfortunately that's not, everyone's not like that. Everyone mm-hmm. doesn't come from, you know, everyone doesn't have the same DNA. They don't come from the same background and not everyone's had some real bad stuff happen to them where they're, yeah. And so there is amazing people in the industry that do train a lot. I mean, I try to train as much as I can. And like most of my, like, you know, friends and stuff like that are in the industry and it's what we enjoy. Like we, we enjoy training. We enjoy going to the range. We enjoy going to do jujitsu. We work out, whatever. You know, it's, that's just like what we enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. And that's the lifestyle that fortifies the professionalism or the ability to perform here. That is just yeah. like the best job, you know, interview possible when you take your guys to the range and it's like, yo, I got pipe hitters here. Like, yeah. and then you're just out shining. I got a guy I got into the industry that I was like, I don't know if, I can sell you. Like I was like, I was just looking at him. I was like, overall, man, like you have the physical build, you know, but he didn't have that, um, that X factor, you know, to where you look at him and you're like, this guy's a protector, you know, like, Mm -hmm. but I knew one thing he could burn it down on the range, man. And Mm -hmm. I just was like, and, and we got into a situation where one of my boutique companies, one of my buddies was like, yeah, we're doing auditions on the range. Uh, you got any talent, kick them down to me. I was like, Roger that homie. I got the perfect guy for you. (laughs) You got the perfect guy. Yeah. And I sent my dude out there and I was like, listen, bro. I was like, listen, you burn it down out here, homie. Cause I was, we were doing the mentor thing. I was like, you go out there and you put everyone to shame, be humble, but you better be dang good today. And he was like, okay. And I was like, boom. And you know, now he's in the game. He's running a detail. He's in a big corporate spot, got take home vehicles, be pulling up in a different vehicle. Every time he comes to my house, I'm like, bro, bro, <laughs> you know, he, he's, he's yeah. putting my, he's 
I'm fulfilling contracts for him now. You know, he's hiring my company under his company, his corporate yep. situation. So it's like you you got those strengths, but you need you can the beautiful thing about the training stuff is you can build strengths. You know, you can suck mm-hmm. at jujitsu at first and then get good at it. You can suck yeah. at shooting and then you can get good at it. You can suck mm-hmm. at all these different things, but you can just get yourself good at them and become an asset, mm-hmm. become an asset. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I think like you said it perfectly, like you, if a lot of people are scared to bruise their ego and yeah. go out and do stuff on their own and be like, Hey, I, re- I really suck at this. I need to train it, but yeah. it's better to bruise your ego on your own time than destroy your ego on the job. Yeah. hundred percent yeah. and lose your job and lose your honor. And yeah. then you ain't going to Valhalla. Right. Yeah. So, <laughs> and that's unacceptable. Exactly. Have you found more opportunity in your career by going and doing as much training has it brought opportunity into your world how so definitely um i think the the first thing is a lot of these trainings like they i've been to a couple of executive production academies i've been to Mm -hmm. you know shooting courses uh, i've been to combatives courses i've been to all these different courses and every course i go to yeah i'm I'm there i'm learning but i'm still i'm I'm networking and it's an audition for me (laughs) Yeah, yep, I, yep. I, I go to I go to a shooting course and I'm like, you know, I, I do well or I go do, you know, a, a knife course or a medical course. And, you know, I, I it's all, you know, it's just me showcasing my skills. It's the me showcasing the skills that like people expect us to be able to, good at, you know. Exactly. And yeah. And then just networking. I think that is any training you can get within the industry. It's good because it's just another way for you to network and people and then other people like that you see you and like, Oh wow, that guy's, you know, he's, he doesn't just look good. He can also do the job. I'm going right. to, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to get his number because maybe I'm going to need him in the future. I need a solid guy here. hundred percent. And there's just no better job. There's no better yeah. audition than putting yeah. out. And, and this is what we're going to be doing and putting out in front of someone sweating with people, working with people, you know, and being a good dude, man, we talk a lot yeah. about social dynamics and training and how that's like one of your best places to market your brand, your business and get in with companies, man. Cause that's where yeah. EP professionals are in many cases or professionals around the industry, you know, mm-hmm. it's like at these training ops, what would you say? How did the opportunity to, didn't you get a scholarship or something like that to train somewhere? I did. So how did that uh, thing come about? I just want people to see how these things happen in the game, you know? So working nightclub. So this all started working that minimum wage job on Skid Row with unarmed and doing a good job there. And then that manifested into going to work at a nightclub to then running a nightclub to then me going, Hey, I'm, I'm doing more executive protection, you know, more plain clothes security. I yes. still am going to work for you guys, you know, but on a part-time basis, do whatever I can help behind the scenes with mm-hmm. your company. And, um, but I still have the other opportunities and they knew that I was making a lot more money, you know, doing the executive protection kind of thing, but I still carved out time each week to put in hours with them, to connect yes. with them, to work for them and stuff like that. And I just kept a good relationship with them and, um, by the time this opportunity came up in last year in, in 2020, um, they were the company. They were like, "Yeah, like we're, we do like uniform security and stuff like that, but we um, we want to like maybe do some executive protection stuff." So one of their their directors, he sent himself to an executive protection course. He he liked it there. He made ne- he made connections there, and I'm working like part time. You know, maybe like one day a week, whatever for them, a couple yeah. hours working working at a nightclub, and I get a, I get a phone call. 
you know, I think I got a phone call on Thursday night. I was on a Thursday and there, uh, the manager owner of this company, security company, he's like, Hey, uh, what are you doing for the next seven weeks? <laughs> yeah. And, um, sure enough, uh, he's like, yeah, there's this, uh, executive protection school at, called Pacific West Academy here right. in uh, LA. They're, uh, they want to sponsor someone through the Academy, preferably a veteran like yourself. And I was like, Oh yeah, that, that, that sounds great. Uh, I was like, when does it start? I'm like, Oh, it starts Monday. And this is on like a Thursday. Next day <laughs> I, I, I'm doing, uh, like zoom meetings with people and, yeah. uh, meeting them introducing myself to them and stuff like that. And then that Monday I started a whole entire seven week Academy completely for free. Like this, this Academy is like, it like out, like out the door, it's like 12 grand. It's, it's yeah. like, so if you pay for the Academy, it's 12 grand, but I went there, they, they gave me a free place to stay. I did the Academy completely for free. And I did this whole entire thing. And, and not only did I did the Academy, I toot my own horn. I, I graduated the top of my class. Uh, my man. Yeah. Yeah. So, cause I was like, all right, I'm going here for free. At least I can do is perform for them. Heck so, yeah! Uh, Represent. Yeah. So I I did that and that that seven week executive protection academy through Pacific West Academy completely for free, lodging paid for, ammo paid for, everything all off of just working a basic minimum wage uniform security job like a year and a half ago. And, and that yeah. And here we are, right? Yeah. And that's. And, yeah. That's that. That's the thing that kind of amazes me about just life, you know. Like, and, and that's the same thing with me, man. I was sitting there bouncing at the local pub, not making much of anything, but just being able to know, like, well, for me, by the grace of God, that like, you know what? If I can just be faithful with this, what I've been given, I can do a good job. I can be respectful. I can nurture these relationships. It can be the catalyst to where I want to go, you know. And yeah. it's what happens, you know. That good dude exactly. credit, man. Exactly. And yeah, it's, it's helped me out a lot. Like that situation, that was a great opportunity, you know, go out there and do that. I mean, I don't, I don't know how many people have, have that opportunity to go to a a full, like a a seven week course, executive protection course. It was a great course. Uh, The instructors were great there. It was definitely uh, not a gentleman's course. It was like every day, like combatives in the morning, which was amazing. Yeah, it was really great. I got to talk to these guys. Yeah. The, they're, you know, they obviously, you know, there's, there's so many different schools for executive protection and stuff like that. I've been to a couple other ones as well. Um, but there's, I have not seen a single academy have such an extensive combatives program that they had because their, their whole thing is they like, no matter what, you're going to have your, you're going you're gonna to have your hands, whatever. Cause yeah. you, you, a lot of like the LA stuff, like, you know, you go to the Grammys, the Oscars, any of those things. Yeah you're not carrying a gun in there. You go do international travel, you go do tours. You're not carrying a gun. You're not carrying right. anything, but you got your hands still. So yeah. their, their, their academy, it was, so out of the seven weeks, five and a half of those weeks, uh, Monday through Friday from seven thirty to nine thirty AM was just combatives. Outstanding. And it wasn't, yeah. And it wasn't just like, all right, here's a punching guy. We're going to punch or whatever. It was, aya, 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 aya. yeah, no, it was like, all right, we do like we're gonna we're gonna teach you some some techniques and some tactics and then you guys are gonna spar you guys are gonna do some situational stuff and it was it was really great and it um definitely like opened up even my eyes like you're not really that bad you know you're not all yeah. that good yeah and, and they, they 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 put it in your face like against you like all right 
you know, you might have a great, you might be a great like MMA fighter or a boxer, but what about yeah. you guys? Yeah. <laughs> and they and they'd have you spar two guys, and it was great, you know. There's nothing like it, man. Yeah. Like I, that's kind of one of the things that blows me away about dudes is just like, bro, like. I'm pretty, I'm a pretty bad dude. Like I'm all right, you know, like I'm pretty yeah. cool. You know, like I've been shooting for years and training all this stuff for years. And then I just go to a random class and like not do that great, you know, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like sitting there yeah. or like any given Saturday at a shooting competition, be like, you know, in like the 780, 70th, 80th percentile mm. of the shooting competition, just look at the scores and be like, and you mean to tell me, dude, you're just sitting there eating cream puffs, like just sitting there mm-hmm. thinking that they're cool. Like I'm working my butt yeah. off to be I at a lot of things, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, dudes, man. And like, you know, sometimes I run into dudes that think, you know, that, that I'm like this amazing dude. I'm like, dude, I'm just a dude that's just continuing to work to try to be better, man. That's all I, cause I know I'm mediocre in a lot of this stuff, yeah. you know, yeah, exactly. but you don't know cause you're not training you know what I'm saying? Yep. and you don't you don't get to know how bad you are but you also don't get to know how good you are if you're not training also that's just, that's the double-edged sword of it you know what i'm saying like confidence comes from from experience you know what i'm saying so i know what i can do on any given day because i'm training mm-hmm. all the time different things you know and that's the that's the advantage to it too you know what i'm saying but at the same time it's like guys you know like if you're out there and you're in this game, you got to put in that work because you don't want to find out what you're lacking outside of the mat room or outside of the, the range or, you know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's, that's a, that's a lesson message. You know yeah. yeah. And it's, I think you, you kind of hit it on the head there. Like we have to be good at so many things, so many things like, and it's, it's what interests me about. Like, I don't get bored doing this job because it's like, right. all right, I'm like, I'm good at shooting. I, you know, I, I do, I do MMA, you know, I yeah. do MMA, jujitsu. I go, I lift weights and stuff like that. And someone's like, throws a keyboard in front of me. And I'm like, oh man, and it's, a whole nother, it's a whole nother thing. I'm like, oh, yeah. how do I work cybersecurity? How do I do this or that? And it's your ocean so, work game. Like, yeah, you know, it's like, exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's like, you, there's so many things you have to be like good at yeah. that. You're, you're never going to be amazing at all of them. Right. You know, you, and you're just gonna have to go out there and you know do different types of training to you got to train all these different things and it's Mm -hmm. yeah it's really amazing yeah man no that's a that's a that's why this is a lifestyle man you get your base habits and then you you get into what you get into was there a moment in your career where you like had an experience and you were like you know what like i'm a protector like this is this is me. Like, this is what I do. Like, this is like a pivotal moment in your career that you can remember where you're like, wow. Okay. I would say like, um, not like, I would like to say like, you know, like an experience where I had to like, you know, jump on a disarm somebody. Like yeah, 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 yeah. Which I mean, that stuff's cool. You know, I've had to, you know, do stuff like that. You know, it comes yeah. with the job. Eventually you're going to have to actually do your job. But right. I'd say like, the, the pivotal moments like where I'm like, Oh, I'm a protector are yeah. when more of the emotional side of things, when someone, mm-hmm. when you show up to someone's house or something and mm-hmm. you're taking them somewhere mm-hmm. and they, you know, they're scared for their life. Mm-hmm. Their, their mm-hmm. employees coming to kill them. Their spouse <laughs> is coming to kill them. Yeah. The paparazzi has, hasn't let them leave their house in five days or whatever. Mm-hmm. They haven't been able to go to the grocery store or whatever. 
and they're telling you all this stuff and it's, it's an emotional thing for them. And you're like, I got this. This is who I am. I'm a protector. I got <laughs> yes. this. That's yeah. good, man. That's yeah. so good. That's beautiful, man. And you feel, yeah. you do feel that energetic, like they kind of press into you and it's okay. Cause you're there, you know, yeah. and you're, and you're, and you're able to be confident and hold that space. Like, all right, yeah. let's do this. I got you. Yeah. You know, and exactly. Right. <laughs> you know? And if you don't have the, that, the, if you don't train on your own time, mm-hmm. you don't know what you're made of. You're, yeah. It, your client's going to see it. They're going to see if you're, if you're, if you're, if you're just a paper tiger, as they would say, you know, paper just, tiger, man. I yeah. That. A paper, a paper tiger, you know, you, you look badass, but you're yeah. made out of paper. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Yeah. Don't be a paper tiger. Ooh, yeah. That might be a good title too. No, that's good stuff, yeah. man. But yeah, I think that's really where it is. Like I would love to say, you know, when, you know, I did this crazy thing or this, this, uh, you know, I, move this whole entire crowd of paparazzi or whatever right, right. but it's just when when you show up and someone's paying you really good money and mm-hmm. they are having their you, you're the person that shows up on like their worst day yeah yeah no, that's awesome man yeah what would that what would you say because that's yeah man you're the person that shows up on their worst day well any advice you have to dudes trying to get in the game right now that are young like you that are trying to find their way in um obviously the networking but I, like, especially here in California, uh, other states that have similar requirements. Get all your permits. <laughs> yeah, just get all your permits. <laughs> like I think that uh, it, it shouldn't it should go without saying, but yes. I feel uh, you have you still have to say it. Like get all your permits. Like it's it's just uh, like I have I've had so many opportunities where like guys I really like like working nightclub or whatever or yeah. working you know uniform stuff like this guy's like a solid guy or whatnot and but yeah. I'm like hey I, I want you to come work this and like oh I don't. I don't have that permit or whatnot. Yeah. I'm like, all right, man. See ya. Yeah. 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 No, I've had think, that happen. Go ahead. Yeah. I think that's just like, you got to have all your permits be taken seriously. I think, you know, a lot of stuff, you know, and a lot of jobs, I think, and wherever your area is, wherever you're living, you know, figure out those permits, make sure you have them. So that way when someone, when a, you, you don't want to be, passed up on a job because you don't have like a like a, a easy permit to get or something like that and you have this amazing resume and this easy permit or this something along those lines like something super don't get passed up on a job because something's super easy to fix yeah yeah no yeah. that's a, that's great advice because i'd be sitting here having you know i start the conversations now but when i'd be interviewing sometimes or meeting dudes i'm like yo you got your ccw you got your guard card got mm-hmm. your exposed like you got your kind of these three that you're gonna need to do ep and they're just like no and then and then i'm like why geez bro i can't do anything with you man like go yeah. get it and go, yeah. come talk to me we'll see where we're at you know but it's, yeah but it's, it's yeah. like a tragedy and it happens a lot especially in here in california they're like oh mm-hmm. well it takes forever to get your ccw i'm like homie you're speculating you're yeah. speculating right yeah. now on your future go and i don't care if it's hard yeah. and i don't care if it takes forever yeah. go and yeah. get it okay <laughs> so you can have a future in this game and yeah. then come back and win like we were gonna not do it because it's hard was it because it takes a yeah. long time like are you yeah. serious about what we're talking about right now or not you know what i mean exactly and i think it's like for like a business i i, I don't own a business but i imagine yeah. it's like you don't have this like all right is this a serious thing for you or like what is it like you know why what why can't you figure this out right yeah, yeah. no that, then that's a whole nother that's a whole nother that's another mm-hmm. podcast the quality yeah. of your questions man the quality of the i can tell the measure of a man by the measure of his problems yeah 
It's it's one of those you want to look in the mirror every time when you're having a problem, you just say that to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I can tell a measure of a man by the measure of his problems, man. It's hardcore. It's good mm-hmm. stuff. Hardest lesson you've learned in this game. You know, I think you're not going to please everyone. You're not going to please every client. You're not going to please every employer. And you're not going to be able to work every job. You know, yeah. you got yeah. Yeah. Because you're you're yeah. like me, you're a do everything yeah. guy. Yeah. Do it all. That's the answer. But yeah, I you think can't that, all uh, the time. That's another thing with your previous question about things to uh when you're coming to the industry, yeah. you you gotta be ready to not work a 40 hour week. Like yes. I don't I don't I don't remember the last time I worked a 40 hour week. Like you you just you work so many hours, mm-hmm. you know, it's you know, at least for me currently, like in the current state where I am, it's it's at least a four fifty to sixty hour week, at least, you know. Yeah. When stuff, when, when turmoil is going on in the world, mm-hmm. when there's crazy stuff going on in the streets, you know, you're, you're working like 70, 80 hours. It goes up. You know, yep. you're, you're, you, you get more work than you do with sleep. But mm-hmm. um, I think that's something, you know, you, you really, if you're coming into the industry, you got to be willing to work as much as you can, you know, and, but you're never going to be able to work at all. You're never yeah. going to be able to work at all. Uh, you're never going to be able to please all clients. Some clients, you're just not going to fit. You're just not going to be a good fit there. Yeah, uh, it's just it's just not not for you. And doesn't mean there's some not a place for you. This is somewhere else. And same thing with businesses. Maybe a company doesn't like you. Yeah, no, it's true. Sometimes it's social dynamics. Some it's uh, EPs like dating. You know, you're dating clients. Yeah. You're dating the company. But the 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 more plays you can make for more employers, the more times you can come through. You're widening that sphere of influence. You're widening mm-hmm. that sphere of good dude credit. And this is one of the things I teach in my course for guys like trying to get in. Is is that widening those relationships and those positive relationships and being a good dude to those relationships and it comes starts to come at you. Then it all starts to rain at the same time. It also starts coming back to you at the exact same time and there's not enough for you to go around you know it's like feast or famine you know it's it's a very interesting dynamic um but yeah yeah, you know that that's a tough lesson i had to learn too coming up into the game because i definitely had one detail where i got axed on and it it was like hilarious and like well geez i just i guess i just didn't fit in yeah yeah yeah, man you know you gotta be able to roll with that you got to be able to roll with the punches you know if you you yeah, can't like so you can't focus on that you can't be like um you can't you can't have you can't create self-doubt off of like one situation or like right oh man i wish i would have done this or that and you know mm-hmm. it's like hey on to the next thing yeah and ep can be one of the most unfair games in town that was christian mm-hmm. west who said that too you get fired for in the wrong shoes on the wrong day of the week you know what i'm yeah. saying uh yeah you know i got tripped tricked by some housekeepers <laughs> a really quick story right so i'm sitting here and this is like a really high paying detail and and i think it was like uh it was something like 12 1300 a day beverly Mm -hmm. hills and so i was like sweet man like this is a good deal i'll ride this bad boy but then but then the thing is i was young and i didn't realize there's a reason they're paying that much a day yeah and and so i remember just man i've never been fired like this in my entire life this actually brought me back to the marine corps (laughs) getting talked to like this right and i'm sitting here and uh long story really long story short man the 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 next morning after i did the overnight with the client it was like it was like a overnight so you get there in the morning you work overnight and you leave the next morning so you make two two paydays i remember sitting here and uh you know the housekeepers just walk up to me and they're like you know like hey we're done and i'm like outstanding 
uh, what do you usually do when you're done? And they're like, we go home. And I'm like, just do what you would normally do. Innocent enough, but this is the thing. You got to understand where the landmines are in the game. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And it was one of those details where they just get you on and they're like, yeah, bro, uh, here's the cameras. Here's the this, here's the that. I'll be here for 15 more minutes. You got any questions? All right, you good? You good? All right, cool, cool, cool. And then the dude leaves. You know what I mean? And you're, yeah, like, you're, yeah. like, you're like, I know nothing. How am I supposed to survive? And then sure enough, man, housekeepers hit me with that question at the end of my day, my shift. I'm like, yeah, just do whatever you would do. It's cool. You know? And of course the client calls me up with the boss on the phone, like 10 minutes later, Byron, did you send my housekeepers home? And I'm sitting there on the phone like, uh, uh, ma'am, I, I, I don't know. I, I didn't send them home. I just, told them to do whatever they would normally do at this time of the day. She's just like, so you're up in here and you ain't paying no bills. <laughs> and you just think you, you just think you could go ahead and send my staff home. And I'm sitting there like, uh, I don't even know what to say. I'm just sitting there like, yeah, yeah, and she's yeah. like, you know what you can do? You can get your bleep and get the bleep out of my bleeping house. And I'm like, oh, I remember thinking to myself, like, wow, wow, I've never been talking to you like this. You can, excuse me, you can get your bleep. <laughs> she said it like a couple of times and get your yeah. bleep, bleep out of my bleeping house. I never want to see you again. I'm sitting there like, well, geez, man. I, I almost I had to appreciate it because she was so yeah. hard. It was like a reality TV show getting fired. You know, I was mm -hmm. like, wow. I was like, okay, ma'am. Well, you know, uh, I'm sorry. She's like, I don't even want to hear it. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> you know, and it just is what it is. This is the game. Yeah. Pack your yeah. stuff, collect your paycheck. That was pretty cool. And then rounds down range. The answer is just keep making more moves. Keep yeah. making more moves. That's you just spin more plates. That's 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 the that's the way you fix a lot of things. So yeah, and that's this game. You know, it happens to all of us. The best of us. Animals. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, that's, go that's ahead. That, that's exactly it. Yeah. <laughs> you just gotta give yeah, me uh, me contacts. Yep. Exactly. Keep keep working the network. Uh, proudest moment you've had on your journey. I would say that's very similar to the, the previous question. Like the yeah. defining moments. It, it like. Again, like I would love to be like, oh, when I like knock this guy out, or you know, I <laughs> this guy with a knife or whatever. Which all the stuff that's happened, but yeah. it's like that stuff is. I feel like that stuff like kind of like expected of you. Like that's like mm -hmm. that's like you know, it's just like what, that's what the job is. It's uh, I think it's the emotional stuff, the the people being able to you being that person that lets mm -hmm. this person live their normal life, like or as much of a normal life as they can can have it they have you there it's not they don't have a normal life but uh mm -hmm. yeah. um and i think that, that's just it like the uh, emotional uh aspect of it you know like these people they can live their normal lives they can go travel they can not worry about this or that they don't have to worry mm -hmm. about kids they don't have to worry about all these things yeah. because you you're there and i think it's it's just it's an insane responsibility that you know you're their life raft pretty much yeah you know and i think that's just you know that's really it. Like the proudest moment, like I'm getting, I'm getting paid to, you know, make sure these, I'm getting paid to make, to make this person's life safe. Yeah. hundred percent. That's awesome. Yeah. That's literally the reason I named my, uh, I structured my company the way I did with the element emblem, because it's like, mm -hmm. we're the element of security. We're just one element in your world that makes it so you can do what you do best. That's it. Yeah. You know? So it's like, yeah. that's, that's where it's not about, 
the, it's not about the security. It's not about us. It's about you living your life in a safer mm -hmm. way. You know, that's awesome, man. Uh, yeah. Closing questions. <clears throat> Let's well, hold up. What are your goals for your career, man? What do you, you where know, would you like to see yourself? I've, I've gone through this. I've, I've looked at multiple different routes and yeah. like a lot of, like for a while I was thinking like, you know, the corporate side of things, like, you know, I want to climb that corporate ladder, work for yeah. a fortune 500 company, work mm -hmm. as a chief security officer. But I see, you know, with those multiple, um, you know, different jobs I work, like where where I fit in better. And I, I feel like for me personally, I, I think I have a better relationship with like the smaller companies. You know, I eventually want to run, like have my own company and yeah. have my own clients because I think that there's that, that personal wellness with clients where you, you work directly for them. You know, right. you're not working through a corporation and they you're not there because of board of trustees so yeah. you have to be there you're yeah. there because the person wants you in their life yeah uh, and i think that's where it is eventually you know owning my own company having clients that you know i can you know i i feel good about taking care of not just like people that i'm there for the, the paycheck um but actual people that i enjoy working for i enjoy taking care of them and making their life better awesome no, I love it, man. Yeah. I love it. That's good, man. It's good to have that. And it's also okay not to know, you know, yeah. until you, cause you're in the flow right now, you're acquiring mm -hmm. all this information and experiential information. So it's like, you know, it'll show itself. I think, you know, I, a lot of times I talk about finding purpose and sometimes people feel like they need to find this ultimate purpose. It's like, you don't necessarily need to do that. You know what you need to do? You need to go ahead and hunt goals and you need to keep hunting goals and yeah. you'll learn which ones you love, which ones you hate. And then you'll have enough information to make an intelligent decision about uh really what the end game is all about for you you know but yeah, yeah. That, and, and i think that's already like kind of happened over your career a lot mm -hmm. you know and will continue to happen that's good stuff exactly. let's yeah. dig into what's your favorite edc item there's a new question i'm busting out tonight Ooh. favorite edc item would have to be my little pocket first aid get you've seen it it's the uh yeah. the company the company is live the creed and they have this, okay. it's like, it's like the size of a wallet. It's about like this big, mm -hmm. this tall. And it, I, I think travels with me everywhere. It, I mm -hmm. wallet in my right back pocket. That's my left one. Yeah. I, I carry that everywhere with me. Uh, it, they come stock. They're like, they're like 80 bucks. They're completely Sweet. loaded out of it with a, a SWAT T tourniquet, a pair of bare nitro gloves, yeah. uh, a chest seal, combat gauze. And then the most important thing, you're going to use more than anything else. Little booboo kit. Yeah. <laughs> they got, they got oh, they got the booboo kit in it. Yeah. Okay. They got the booboo boo kit in it. You know, with some band-aids, antiseptic wipes, things yeah. along those lines. Um, I've used that thing more than, except for my flashlight, I've used that thing more than anything else. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's, and a lot of people don't carry medical equipment. Like they don't carry, like me, I mean, that's at least what I'm carrying is that. Uh, me, I have a medical background. I'm an EMT as well. So yeah. I like, I, I like, um, I like medical stuff. I mean, so I, uh, um, yeah, that's at least one thing, uh, I carry on me all the time, you know, along with everything else. Uh, one of the a detail I work first detail I ever worked for this company. And of course someone, we go to someone's party with a client and one of their friends like sits down on the grass. There's a, a gl broken glass in the glass, in the grass that we, we didn't know about. Of course, friends, friends, <laughs> friends, intoxicated or whatnot, and yeah. you know if you're intoxicated, your your blood's thinner and stuff like that. Right. She drops down to a knee on the on the grass and just slits open her whole entire front of her knee, 
we know the place and stuff like that. And I'm the new guy on the detail. Murphy and I pop just, like, quiz. <laughs> I just took people out of the way and I, I pulled that out of my back pocket and I just start packing that thing up and wrapping it up. And they're like, uh, and literally everyone I was with, they were like, what was that? I'm like, oh, I could carry this little first aid kit with me everywhere and boom, boom, and then wrap them up. And, and then, yeah, that was literally the first detail I ever worked for this company. First one ever. And I just, yeah. like, immediately just get in there, you know, and start wrapping up this and save little, the day. Uh, little gouge she had in her leg there. And you're blooded instantly, just yeah. like that. You're blooded yeah. to the company. They're like, "Yo, this yeah. guy, we got this new dude. Yeah, yeah we're gonna put you. Exactly. We're gonna put this dude on you. He's he's like a he's like a doctor with a gun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. awesome. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. So I think that's the medical equipment. The, the live the creed. It's like their little. Uh, I think they call it the mini IFAC or the po- pocket IFAC. Yeah. Um, it's a great little tool. I love it. Favorite quote or mantra? I would say. Probably the the first one I like I like Teddy Roosevelt's quote. Uh, I think I say Roosevelt. Uh, Speak softly and carry a big stick. Yes, ah, that's like, you, man. Like, that's that's, like that's that. you. Like, like if you know me, I'm not really talking to him. I'm kind of just like there, you know. Yep. I'm doing my job. Like I'm like, hey, yep. I'm, I'm I'm not an extrovert at all. I'm just like, mm-hmm. hey, I'm here. I'm doing my job. If you need me, uh, I'll I'll be there. You don't even have to yeah. tell me. I'll I'll be there. Um, right. That one. I think that one—that one's like one of my favorite. And then also, from my time in the military and the Marines, um, uh, one of my my gunnies—it's just a great saying. He always said we were doing we were doing a lot of this training, and um, it was very stress-induced training and uh, pools and stuff like that. Uh, uh, and <laughs> yeah, wonderful pool training. And yep. um, it was uh, calm breeds calm. Calm breeds calm, man. Yeah, I I, I love it. That's it's, a great uh, one for what we do. Yeah, and I, I carry that with me every day. Like I'm, I'm a really calm person. I, yeah. um, and I just my my calm energy. You know, yeah. I just I people are freaking out. Like they're like I said earlier, it's like their worst day of their life sometimes when you're there. You know, yeah. they, you know, some people they've had security for long periods of time, yeah. or and a lot of times they don't. Though a lot of times you're like there because some because there's an active threat or something like that right and they're they're freaking out and you're this calm person and you're breeding calm so calm breeds calm um, yeah yeah and that's that's kind of how I, I work like i try to be in the background and yeah. being calm and then you know this person's like hey blah, blah blah like my i don't know you know someone at work they're trying to kill me they send me pictures of all these guns or something like that, you know, yeah. all kinds of drugs or whatever. I'm like, okay, I'm like, all right, or, or, you do your job. I got you. you yep. me. I'll be here. Uh, if you don't feel comfortable, let me know and we'll, we'll take care of it. Exactly. Now that calm yeah. breeds comes good. Yeah. I'll be using that one, man. That's yeah. good stuff. Yeah. That's the first time I've heard it. What is your moment? What's it all for, man? How would you like to be remembered? I would like to be remembered as someone that like really just, the the clients I work for, I, I help them. Um, yeah. You know, I you know from behind the scenes, I would just like to be known as like someone that you know made these like people's lives better, you yeah. know, more productive things along those lines. Yeah, man, somebody can be counted on. Yeah, that's good stuff, man. I like that. Yeah. Um, awesome. Well, what's a habit that you would suggest people look into that makes them better people, better protectors? You know, training. I think it, it's yeah. it's so important. Um, like for me personally, I've had a lot of martial arts experience. I've been doing that like my whole entire life, jujitsu, mm-hmm. MMA. 
even different stuff when I was younger. And you find like a lot of like martial artists, a lot of fighters, you know, they're, they're like the last people that want to get in a fight, you know, yeah. a lot, a lot, a lot of times, you know, yeah. it's just cause they, they don't, they don't need it. And, yeah. um, same with like firearms, you know, you're confident with that firearm, you, or, you know, anything within our job and you can be that calm person. You know, it's hard to be that calm person when you're like, I don't know if I'm, if I have the right skill set. So I'm going to be okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know if I'm going to be okay here. I, I, and then your client's going to pick up on that. Your client, your coworkers, your boss, they're going to pick up on that immediately. If you're uh, kind of getting a little jumpy or, you know, um, not confident in your job because you're, you don't have the right training. You didn't invest your own personal time yeah. to uh, go train. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's awesome, man. Yeah. Go and get training, y'all, for real. Yeah. Well, awesome, Kevin, man. That's been good. So what are you up to these days? Where can people find you, my man? Anywhere with you, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> um, working, yeah, you know, I working full-time with you. Uh, yeah. pretty, pretty much my time split pretty evenly, like between you, our mutual friend Caleb, and yeah. uh, Pinkerton. You know, Heck yeah. I, I just got back, I actually got back today from the East Coast. I was seven or six days i was working over there for pinkerton okay six days three states awesome in a, in a matter of a couple, couple of days yeah yeah man, i'm proud of you man that's yeah. that good stuff yeah. man that's that good stuff yeah. and it's just like everything gets easier man as you as you've done things like that and you keep on doing things it's like okay cool mm -hmm. this is what we do it's a slow tuesday yeah. you know yeah. and you're in your 20s and you're handling you're killing these dragons man mm -hmm. you, you know you've been you've led nightclubs you work skid row unarmed you know mm -hmm. you've done all these you got your emt you got all your stuff yeah. You know, it just goes to show what you, how far someone can get in their twenties if they're just focused, man. And yeah. you already had the right mentality in the Marine Corps when you're like, well, I'm going to go work on the weekends, you know? And yeah. that's, it's funny because, yeah. you know, a lot of our brothers were out getting crazy and I did the same thing. I was like, well, yeah. getting out of the yeah. Marine Corps about three months yeah. out, I better figure something out. I'm going to go exactly. work on the weekends, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, like, yeah. uh, so you're ahead of, you're ahead of the pack, man. And I, I, I want to honor you for that, man. It shows. You. And, Thank uh, you. you know, I know my boy, Caleb, see juice is also the same way it's like nah dude this dude's like one of our front runners we can put him on stuff we yeah. can count on him and he's got the skills oh i remember when you showed up for a detail real quick and then we'll wrap this thing up yeah. uh, you showed up for a guard detail i had man and i had all these different yeah. guards working and stuff and i had to give him this and give him that and give him this because they didn't have this equipment they had that equipment. you showed up completely geared up had all your own hardware better hardware than i had like yeah freaking used you know when you look at a dude you can tell like if you ever wanted yeah. this stuff before you just stopped by like 511 before you came here you know and yeah. i was like this yeah. stuff is used like i was like my man i was proud of you yeah. when i saw that i was like this dude is yeah. a real deal okay yeah you know? yeah that's i think that that's important it's like people think it's uh if people are just like hunting for like the amazing details at all times, it's like, Hey, sometimes you got to go stay on that uniform post job somewhere yeah, to make that good, that good, uh, that good relationship, that good in person, uh, yeah. impression. You got to relationship make that equity, so, man. Yeah. So sometimes you gotta do that. hundred percent. No, man, yeah. I, you can't be above anything when you're coming up and like, you can, you can, I mean, you never want to be above anything. You know, I no. think it's good yeah. to just be willing to do what needs to be done. And I think that, you know, God and this, world and even the relationship you have will they pay you back when yeah. you're that guy they can be counted on man 
exactly that's outstanding stuff man well once again dude thanks so much for doing this interview it's an honor to be able you know as me to be able to like have watched your journey and and know who you are and see Mm -hmm. and be like man i need to i'm gonna put him in this spot because you have a lot of qualities that i really want to see uh permeate Mm -hmm. our industry you know so yeah you know thank you for being who you are and doing what you do brother thank you for having me it's amazing opportunity to be here and talk with you and uh Hopefully I can uh, help some other people out there in similar situations. You know, it's, it's not impossible to get into the executive protection industry and yeah. make, you know, really good money before you're 25. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not impossible. You just, you just gotta, uh, you're going to have hurdles and you're going to, you know, don't tell people your age <laughs> unless you actually have to, you right. know, grow a beard. Uh, yeah. It helps a lot. Yeah. I would never, I never tell people my age or, yeah, because people usually think I'm like way older. Uh, and yeah, you know, if you're that kind of person that um, uh, is mature, hopefully uh, it's possible. You can really get into a good position within the executive protection industry before you're 25. Heck yeah. Now you're on the right yeah. track, brother. Yeah. That's awesome. All right, then, brother. This is where I'll yeah. wrap it. Thanks so much All right. once again. Thank you. And I'll see you out there in the, on the, in the game, you know, when we're playing yeah. the game together, brother. Exactly. Yeah. You got right. it. Boom. Yo, if you're a private security professional wanting to take your game to the next level, go to executiveprotectiontrainingday.com to check out my personal success package for private security professionals. Check it out, executiveprotectiontrainingday.com. And remember, y'all, hard skills do save lives, but soft skills get you paid. Boom. Boom. And to support this podcast, go to executiveprotectionlifestyle.com and contribute to our Patreon account. That Patreon account is what helps me make this podcast possible, contributing to this brand, what we're doing here, making it so that I can bring better guests on, making it so that we can plan more events and just expand the contribution to the private security industry and also to make an America a safer place. Do whatever you can, contribute whatever you can because it makes all of these things possible. Thanks for those contributions. Yo, and before we go, you know I got a shout out to the sponsors, starting out with Primary Weapon Systems, PWS. They truly are the evolution of the rifle. Use Byron for 10% off. Grayman and Company, the most comfortable tactical suits in the game. Use Byron for 10% off with them. Until the next podcast, this is Byron Rogers, protected by nature and by trade. Out. Boom.